This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and happy Monday. We have a fantastic show coming up for you, as always. It is Money Mondays, and we're talking uh, recession. If we're actually heading towards a recession, how is that possible when we have unemployment at record lows right now? Uh, and could many of us lose our jobs if we do head into a recession? We're talking that uh, and more in Money Mondays. Also, uh, today's a big, big manifestation day, apparently. Eight, eight, it's August 8th. Uh, it means good things. And Marcus Barrington, our hottie astrologist, is going to join us to talk about something called the Lion's Gate Portal and why you need to know about it today. Don't miss the conversation because tomorrow it's going to be too late. Uh, also, um, lots going on in pop culture over the weekend. Big, big weekend mm-hmm. uh, for pop culture news. Some celebrity couples, uh, one tied the knot, one called things off. Michaela has all those updates for you and what's popping throughout the morning. Uh, but in bigger news, Hands Off came out Friday. Yes, it's your did. your first weekend of your new single out. How do you feel? I feel amazing. The feedback has been incredible. Uh, all the women have been wonderful. It's been a really good weekend. I'm so excited. Thank you for downloading Hands Off. Um, and I can't wait for you to see what we did this weekend. It's going to be really good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who was the model who posted your stuff the other day? Uh, we, I'm going to keep everything under wraps, but when it comes out, it comes out August 18th. You will see everything, all the visuals, uh, and it's going to be amazing. Oh, she was working with you. Yes. Well, you can't keep that under wraps. She posted on her Instagram. Yeah. No, we are. She's hot. Yeah. It's so exciting. It was really, uh, I can't say it enough. Vanessa was there. Vanessa literally held production together, but I, I don't know else what else I would do without Vanessa. We had over the limit of women we expected. Um, it was just incredible. I, I cannot say enough things. I feel like everything manifested just the way that it was supposed to. And um, there was just so so much support. It's going to be a really impactful video. Well, you're ahead of schedule manifesting on a Friday. And today's the day to manifest. So look at you. Yes. You're going to have a great day. I'm super <laughs> proud good. of you. I can't wait till August 18th to check it all out. Thank you, my um, love. Looking forward to that. Uh, shall we get into some news on the beat? Let's do it, honey. Uh, students, faculty, and campus members at University of Alabama are now able to put their preferred names on mobile action cards, which are the official campus ID cards for free. The university's assistant director of communications, Shane Durrell, wrote an email that this option available on physical cards for several years will be available online as well as uh, a software update. 
This policy change comes after a series of anti-gay legislations passed in Alabama, including the Don't Say Gay Amendment and transgender bathroom restrictions. Campus members can use action cards for various daily needs, such as meal plans and dining dollars, building access, sporting and entertainment events, and health care center access. All right, in other news, a Southwest Florida school district added warning labels to more than 100 books, many of which touch on issues related to race or the LGBTQ community. Uh, Collier County Public Schools added the labels both on physical copies of the books and in Destiny, the district's online catalog, according to the nonprofit Florida Freedom to Read Project. The top of the label, according to a photo shared with NBC News by Florida Freedom to Read Project, says, Advisory Notice to Parents in Capital Letters. This advisory notice shall serve to inform you that this book has been identified by some community members as unsuitable for students, the label states. This book will also be identified in the Destiny system with the same notation. The decision as to whether this book is suitable or unsuitable shall be the decision of the parents who has the right to oversee his or her child's education consistent with state law. Well, who has the right to decide what's suitable and unsuitable then? Like, if you really want to break it down. And, like, I thought we were the snowflakes. Totally. Like, aren't, aren't liberals always called snowflakes? Like, we can't handle anything? Yeah. Yet right? conservatives are losing their mind because their kids might be, they learn something bad about our past and how we treated, you know, black people or queer people. Like, that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. so gross. All right, another news, Brittany Griner will have to serve nine years in Russian prison on drug possession and smuggling charges, a Russian judge told Thursday, making the all-star WNBA basketball player's only option for freedom, a prisoner swap by the U.S. government. The judge's decision comes almost six months after Griner, a center for the Phoenix Mercury, was arrested. Griner sat in his cell as is custom for people on trial in Russia. As the judge read the sentence, she appeared stoic and declined to speak after the sentencing when asked by the judge. In addition to prison time, Griner was fined a million rubles, more than uh, $16,000 in U.S. money. It's wild. There was, a, there was a thing going around on social media this weekend of a, of a young blonde girl who also was oh, in saw. Russia. And she had like multiple, multiple grams of like marijuana, not like not hashish oil a little bit. She had multiple, multiple grams and got like a slap on the wrist and like was out in big days. Yet Brittany Griner's got a nine year prison sentence. Crazy. It's nuts. They're trying to use her. Yeah, they are. Trying to use her to like make a swap. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right, it's going to be a high of 100 in Vegas today, 89 in LA, 105 in Palm Springs, 92 in Houston, 70 in San Francisco, 81 in Buffalo, 105 in Cathedral City, 101 in Dallas, 96 in Boston, and 106 in La Quinta. Now give us a vibe of the day. Learn to be thankful for what you already have while you pursue all that you want. And you're going to want to do this once I tell you about the details. You're going to want to go see Ben Platt on tour. It's his biggest North American tour to date. You could enter for your chance to win at ChannelQ.com. We are ChannelQ.com. Here's what you could win. Round trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, $200 gift card, and two VIP tickets to see Ben Platt in Orlando October 6th. So head over to WeAreChannelQ.com and enter for your chance to win. Amen, honey. All right, coming up, what's the strangest reason you've ever been given by someone not interested in going on a second date, although it feels terrible? This story's kind of wild. Coming up in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. I'm curious to know, what's the weirdest excuse you've ever been given or have given somebody else 
to get out of a second date? You know, I don't know because I feel like I don't date like that. I've never yeah. dated like that. It's been so long since I dated. Um, oh, I mean, if I've ever made an excuse, it literally would be like, I'm so sorry. I have a gig. I can't come. Like, I just literally <laughs> blame it on a gig. Yeah. yeah sorry, then, I got to say. And then they show up. To and watch then there's you. nobody there. I went on two dates with a guy one time. I've told you the story. I think he's an actor. And after our second date, we kissed for the first time. And it was the most horrendous kiss of my life. Ugh. And I left the car because we kissed in the car thinking, how do I get out of ever seeing him again? This is so bad. And then it got way worse because then he texted me and said, that was the most electric kiss I've ever experienced in my life. And I was like, who on earth were you kissing? Because that was terrible. It yeah, was trash. terrible. So I ended up telling him, I'm like, listen, I... I, your lifestyle, you're an actor, it's a lot, you're on set late. I don't think I can deal with that. So I made it about me. Like, I couldn't handle it. Right. And let him down gently. Good for you, honey. Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty nice guy like that. Well, this one 23-year-old from UK, uh, his his tweet has gone viral, uh, him posting about his dating experience in Manchester. He says, uh, this is what the guy says to him. They go on a first date, 10 days pass, and the guy will not respond to him. Just ghosts him completely. Ten days later, he gets this from him. Hey, man, sorry for the mess for not messaging until now. I enjoyed our date last week, but when you said the phrase "put my thinking cap on," it kind of gave me the <laughs> it kind of gave me the ick. <laughs> so I wasn't really interested in pursuing things. Also, do you know any of uh, any like soul funk, hip hop, disco kind of vibe DJs in Manchester? He was he let him down because he said put my thinking cap on, but then he used the phrase gave me the ick, which I think is way worse. By the gave way, gave me the ick Who is says that? way worse. And then he asked him he for advice. A thing. He needed a DJ. He was looking for a DJ, so he had to reach out to this guy because he probably knew who knew somebody. But he felt like he needed to give him an explanation finally before he used him and said, "When you said put my thinking cap on, now I'm a, I'll be honest." If I'm with a dude and we're about to get, like, get it on and he says, like, let me put my thinking cap on, that's not the biggest turn on. I get that. But like to not go on a second date with somebody because they said a phrase like that? Yeah, that feels rough. Thinking cap is adorable. That's kind of stupid, but it's more adorable. I wouldn't break up with somebody and that's what they had to put on. Yeah, I will say, though, there are some phrases that like you're, you do question their swag. But I think as I'm getting older, I find it more endearing. Like when I was younger, I was like, you have to have the most swag and cool guy. And now I'm like, I literally date a dad jokester. So I, I have no room right. to drag anybody because my entire relationship is dad jokes and talking to my dogs. Well, I had to tell my now husband when we started dating that I was actually into nerds. Like I really like nerds. And he used to take offense to that. He's like, well, I'm not a nerd. I'm like, you're completely a nerd, but he's very much more a man now. But 10 years ago, he was like a scrawny little nerd. And he, and so I got him when he moved into his apartment, I got him this like picture, this like, I don't know, this little piece of artwork. You probably found it, probably found it at Ross or Target or something. And it said, um, I like nerds or something like that. And it was a pair of nerd glasses. And he put it up in his bathroom and it took him a long time to realize I was like, that, I mean, it's a compliment. Like, yeah. It's not like I'm not teasing you. Yeah, being a nerd is adorable. I'm a nerd. Like, I like sci-fi. I like, you know, um, Michaela loves sci-fi, too. I love, like, Harry Potter. I love Star Wars. Like, yeah. I love those sorts of things. And so, finally, I, so this is funny. It, I will say, I was at the pool yesterday with my, my hubby uh, for a couple hours, and there were these, this guy and this girl sitting next to us. They're probably in their early to mid-20s. And it was the dumbest, most mundane mind-numbing conversation I've ever heard in my entire life. 
they were talking about their dating lives. And I was like, you guys sound like such complete a-holes. And the way that young people date nowadays, I don't get it. No. I, I couldn't do it. Like, literally, the things they were saying, like, at one point, the guy's like, yeah, I was dating, uh, or I was uh, sleeping with four different girls, but I'm not really ready for a relationship. But, like, it kind of makes them want me a little bit more when oh, I say God. that to them. And I was sleeping with four of them, and then one of them wanted it to be more serious. But I was straight up honest, you know, from the get-go and let her know that I'm not into that. And, like, the girl's like, yeah, well, I was dating this guy, and then... And then, I don't know, I had some weird feelings, so I, you know, I stalked him on social media and did a deep dive, as one does. And I'm like, nobody Not does as that. as one Not, does. Everybody doesn't do that. She goes, I did a background check on him. Turns out he has a wife and kids. <gasps> He's married and was lying to me. I was like, well, on one hand, shame on him, but also... What kind of person – like, I, I can't imagine I, – I'm not the type of person who does, like, background checks on people. Like, I, I, I don't do that. And I think if you're going into relationships where you feel like you need to do background checks on the people you're dating, you're probably not picking the right people to go on dates anyways. Well, listen, I would do a background check. I just haven't had to yet. But you, I come from a family of, you come from a family of cops. Yeah, I've asked them to. They said I, they wouldn't do it. Uh, but I will say married men is not something to mess around with. Our next story, a gay man is – actually able to seduce married men. Uh-oh. But is it cool? We're going to talk about it next. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. That's the song that when it comes on in the club, like if I'm in Vegas and that song comes on, I'm a maniac. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping up and down and I'm kicking it like Jackie Chan. Yeah, we love it. Although, funny story, speaking of kicking like Jackie Chan, I do not. And neither does my husband. And sometimes he does choreography in our living room and he does high kicks and he thinks he's killing it. But he's really like bending his entire body to get to his leg. His knee is not straight. His toes not pointed. It drives me crazy. He's like, oh, you think you can do better? I said, of course. I was a hurdler. He goes, that was college 20-some years ago. I said, I still got it. I stood up, did one high kick, toe pointed, barely made it parallel to the ground, and about pulled a hamstring. That's where I am in my, my life right now. Amen. So I do not kick at Jackie Chan because I'll throw my back out. And that's that's just real. Yes. Uh, this story is really fascinating. So... Uh, this person writes in uh, asking for advice. I'm a 28-year-old professional gay man with a very specific liking for married straight men. Now, I know such guys uh, usually in straight relationships and on the DL should be faithful to their significant other. I just feel it is almost a biological urge on my side to flirt with them if I think they are cute or if they show me any signs of being bi-curious. I generally like the daddy type of guys, and even for porn, my preference is married man cheating. Should I feel guilty? Why do I have this uh, this this urge? Do I need to change? Uh, yeah, you do. I think it's weird <laughs> that you're flirting with married men, honey. Just I, because I think that it goes down to it, like boils down to. You need to know that you're attractive to people that are unavailable. Mm. So it's like a self-worth thing. Mm -hmm. And like, don't flirt with people's men, even if they're giving you the eye. Like, it's a self-respect thing. Like, if anybody were ever to flirt with a meal, like, I would absolutely say something. It's it's so disrespectful. Um, I, I know. I would be like, are you into me too? Or... No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I, I do. I think it, it really like boils down to them wanting to see if they can capture the um the unavailable man. Yeah, there's something about 
there's something about people that are, it's interesting. It happened just yesterday at the gym. And this happens a lot of times when my partner and I are out in public together and like a gay guy, especially if a black man sees us together, then they start flirting with me. And white guys kind of do the same with the meal, right? It's almost like, oh, you're into black guys? Look at me. Do you see me over here? And I'm like, I'm obviously with my husband right now. Yeah. He just happens to be black. That doesn't mean that's all I'm into. But you think, because you're also black and kind of attractive, that I'm supposed to look at you now. I think it's offensive, but I also understand, like, kinks. And I, I'm i okay with – I'm okay with – I'm less okay with the married man than I am with this person. This person I just feel kind of concerned for for a couple of reasons, and you kind of touched on them a little bit. I think that, you know, I was in a relationship for four years, and it ended because my partner was sleeping with my best friend behind my back, right? And that was really painful. Even though I knew I didn't want to be with him, it was terrible to get cheated on like that. But his excuse was, and we're good friends now, and I understand him, his excuse was that he was raised very religious and that he needed it to be naughty or or bad, for him to be turned on. And I think that's kind of what this guy's going through. And I think when you're when you're only interested in people who are married and straight, it protects you from a couple of things. If they all of a sudden like aren't into you anymore, you can like write it off and be like, well, they're straight anyway. So like whatever. It's nothing I could have done about it. Um, but it also protects you from rejection. Like feeling like you could actually go the go the distance with this person and be committed to them because totally. there's no need for that. It's just sex. And if that's only what you're looking for, sure. But I think that there's like a, there tend to be underlying issues when the only thing you want to do is 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 just have sex and not connect at all. Yeah, that just concerns me. That's yeah, it. for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that you know we we're pretty non-judgmental. Like I don't really care what anybody does, but don't interfere with somebody else's relationship either. Mm-hmm. I I don't like that. I think it's very difficult to maintain a healthy relationship yeah. it's already a lot of work uh-huh. and just because some guy or woman is insecure and they need that validation honey don't seek it from my relationship Mm-mm. this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin'. Lots going on in entertainment and pop culture over the weekend. What do you have for us? All right. Well, Britney Spears' sons have avoided the toxic singer for months, according to their dad, Kevin Federline. Preston, who is now 16. Jaden, who's 15, even elected not to attend their mother's wedding. Her third to Sam 
Uh, her now husband this spring, as the 40-year-old pop star dominated headlines. Uh, the boys have decided not to see her right now, K-Fed said. It's been a few months since they've seen her. They made the decision not to go to the wedding. This whole thing has been really hard to watch, harder to live through. Harder to watch my boys go through anything else, Kevin said. It's been tough. It is the most challenging thing I've ever had to do in my life. Uh, I, you know, it's really sad. I, I don't know what to say. It's a very difficult thing when it involves children and a mom and you know no matter what at the end of the day i think that we can all agree that britney spears maybe is not in the most stable place mentally understandably so you know like 13 years of being run and drugged and treated like some farm animal would never leave somebody in the best mental place but also where does it leave somebody as a mom and as somebody who came from a mom who was extremely mentally unstable sometimes the best answer is to just not have a relationship yeah it's sad it breaks my heart because she is very obviously mentally unwell like she's just not okay. Like you have to admit that. Yeah, and and if you watch a single one of her Insta stories or her post or read anything she's written in in the last few months, she's just not well. And as a father, if if the mother of your children is is like that, regardless of the reason, right? Um, you gotta protect your kids to some degree. I hope she can find help through therapy or treatments that can allow her to become like. A normal functioning human again because she, she it's concerning it's just difficult to watch it's very difficult to watch the, like the matted hair and the black eyeliner and like the skimpy outfits and her just kind of looking at the camera almost like a ghost like well in so many photos of her being naked and yeah. you know I, I, it's so interesting because someone will say well you you love women who uh express their freedom and i do but I also think that there is mental instability happening. I don't believe it's for all the right reasons. And you also wonder what part her now husband plays. Yeah. Um, so it's just really sad. This isn't a story that's uh, fun to report on. And uh, I feel bad for her boys, especially they're 16 now. They're getting so old. Everybody wanted to like quote free Britney and now she's free. And now we're all like, oh, she's struggling. Yeah. Like she's not okay. Because you got to remember before she was put in the conservatorship, like, she almost took her life. Like, she shaved her head. She, like, she kind of lost it for a while. Yeah. Police, I remember being with a good friend, a former friend of both of ours, uh, who was a dancer for her, with her for years. We were working one night at a restaurant we used to work at together, like, 15 years ago. And he got the call that she was rushed to the hospital or that there was, like, a standoff at her house. They thought that she was trying to, like, take her own life and kill her children. And that's how bad it got at the time. So, like... She wasn't great going into the conservatorship, but it definitely just damaged her. I hope, hopefully not beyond repair. Definitely. All right, coming up, uh, Dana Peterson, chief economist, joins us. If we go into a re- if we go into a recession, will we lose jobs, and should we be worried? We'll talk about it next. Good morning, Beat Channel Q. I love that song. It's a good one. You know, um, I went and saw a live performance on. Friday night, my friend Laura Morano had a show at the Troubadour. I feel like you need to, I think you need to perform there, Michaela. I love the I Troubadour. I feel like you could sell that place out. It's a big room, though. It's not that, it's not huge. If you got a couple hundred people there, it would be a vibe. And I think you could do that. I think the Troubadour is a really, really great vibey spot for you. 
And I was there like Friday night thinking of it. And I was like, Michaela needs to perform here. Thanks, honey. You Let's look a, into you it. You could get a couple hundred people from L.A. to buy tickets. Maybe. Sell tickets for 20 bucks a pop and get people in there. Have a good time. Let's do it. Do a whole set. I think I think you should. That's a good idea, honey. I Thank you. you. Okay, should. let's talk about it okay. after this. Well, I think we are right now. Um, but we have a fantastic hour coming up for you here on the Morning Beat. It's Money Mondays. Uh, and if we're heading towards a recession, uh, does that mean we're going to lose a bunch of jobs? Because right now we have record unemployment. We're at like 3.5%, I believe, which is just unheard of. We were over 10% at some point when Donald Trump was president. And that has turned around. But... If we go into recession, does it necessarily mean we're going to lose jobs? What does recession really even mean? God, what does it mean? You know what I watched um, on, I think it's Discovery Plus. Do you remember when the show came out, House of Versailles, and it was the Siegel family that owned Westgate, and they were in the middle of building like the biggest home ever in the U.S., and then they were kind of a weird family. The wife uh, reminded everyone of Jennifer um, Coolidge. Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Well, they hit the recession in 2008 and they were unable to continue building. So 20 years later, they have a new show called Queen of Versailles on Discovery Plus where they are finally back to rebuilding the house. But same they house? talk about the same house. Wow. And it's massive. Where is it? It's in Orlando, Florida. Oh, gosh. And... The story is like insane, and they're still a very wild family. But they talk about how 2008 hit, and that house just sat looking haunted for 20 years. I mean, recessions are real. I was young in 2008. Mm. I had already done American Idol, but I was still only maybe 20, so it didn't affect me the same way. Uh, But now at 34, I'm terrified. There's a house, uh, I'm looking it up right now, it's called The One here in Los Angeles. You know what I'm talking about? It's the one that uh, they tried to sell on Selling Sunset. It was like $150 million. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it went on auction uh, and it sold for, it was a 295, no, so it was supposed, gosh, this is wild. It sold for $126 million, right? Uh, And it was originally listed at $295 million, all right? And this house could not sell. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't go anywhere. They had so they sold it for less than half of what it was being asked asked for. And then they used it in. Uh, there's a new show called Loot. Have you seen this? No. Maya Rudolph. She's basically playing like a Jeff Bezos, Mackenzie Bezos sort of character. She and her husband split in the first episode, and she gets a 67 billion dollar divorce settlement. $67 billion. And they actually filmed in the house because nobody lives there. So they rented it out probably to film there. But these these huge high-end real estate, it can be a problem, especially if we go into a recession and things aren't going the way they were for a while. $100 million plus homes. That's insane. Totally. That's insane. I can't, can't even imagine. No, never. I'd also get really lonely and bored and scared. I've always said if I have a lot of money, I just want a little cute, cozy cottage home. Yeah, like a nice four or five million dollar home. That's Something, it. Yeah, totally. Perfect. Well, that's how much a one bedroom is in LA, so just, it's not too oh my far God, off. We looked at apartments this weekend. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Unreal. It's ridiculous. You can't get into a two bedroom apartment anywhere near where we are for less than $4,000, $4,500. Yeah. Unless you like, like really, really dig. What's crazy is. You don't even, the area that, we had to get a new two-bedroom apartment in an area that used to be very fabulous, and the amount of rent we pay now is, it's not even safe enough. Like, you're like, what am I paying for? Los Angeles is crazy right now. We just want a swimming pool, and we want a washer and dryer in our unit. How hard is that? 
Too hard. <laughs> You're asking you for too much. What do you have for us? All right, students, faculty, and campus members at University of Alabama are now able to put their preferred names on mobile action cards, which are the official campus ID cards for free. The university's assistant director of communications, Shane Durrell, wrote an email that this option available on physical cards for several years will be available online as well. After a software update, this policy change comes after a series of anti-gay legislations passed in Alabama, including the Don't Say Gay Amendment and transgender bathroom restrictions. Campus members can use action cards for various daily needs, such as meal plans and dining dollars, building access, sporting and entertainment events, and healthcare center access. All right, another news as New Orleans braces for a massive influx of LGBTQ community members for the annual Southern Decadence Festival in the Crescent City. Health officials are warning the five-day circuit party will become a major monkeypox super spreader event. The Labor Day weekend gathering typically attracts 100,000 to 300,000 participants. It was canceled in 2020 and 2021 due to the COVID pandemic. According to Jennifer Avegna, New Orleans Health Director, the federal government has agreed to give the state just 9,200 doses of the monkeypox vaccine, some of which will not arrive until the middle of September. The event centered in the French Quarter and the Big Easy could ampl- amplify the spread of the virus across the country and around the world as infected visitors carry monkeypox at home. Lots of things about this uh, frustrate me. One, there should be more vaccines. They should be readily available for every single person who wants them, gay, straight, or other. Because um, my, when we were at that event this weekend, my husband said, can we get the vaccine? I'm like, not unless we've had sex with multiple other men in the last six months or had chlamydia or syphilis or our sex workers. And so that's a little bit frustrating. Wait, what? Yeah, those are the, those are the stipulations right now because they have such a limited amount of vaccines for gay men. And then on top of it, I kind of just want to be like, listen, we got to do better. Like, there's a re- it's not because he's like he's like it's not a a gay thing, right? He's like I'm I'm not misunderstanding. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just spreading in our community because of our like social activities. Yeah. So maybe just like lay off for a little bit. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to tell people to, like, repress parts of themselves, but also, like, I don't know. It's not safe right now, so it makes me nervous. Yeah, I hear that. Sad. I mm. hear that. All right, let's get into weather. A high of 80 in Buffalo, 82 in Atlanta, 70 in San Francisco, 89 in Miami, 92 in Houston, 105 in Palm Springs, 89 in Los Angeles, a high of 87 in Cleveland, 106 in La Quinta, and 96 in Boston. Now give us a vibe of the day. Learn what to be thankful for, what you already have, while you pursue what it is that you want. I love that. I love that. All right, coming up, we are joined with Dana Peterson, chief economist, to talk about if we go into a recession, will we lose our jobs? Should we even be worried? Coming up in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Money makes go around it's time for another round of Money Mondays. Are we on the verge of a recession? We keep hearing about this. We know inflation's through the roof, but unemployment seems really low. Usually when I think of recessions, I think 2008, 2009, unemployment rates were through the roof. Not the case right now, but could that change if we do hit a recession? Uh, Somebody who wrote on just this, wrote a really uh, interesting piece recently, is Dana Peterson, Chief Economist from the Conference Board. Dana is joining us right now. Dana, thank you so much for being here. Um, Thanks so much for having me. So so let's just clarify quickly what a recession actually is, because with unemployment at 3.5% right now, uh, the lowest has been in 50 years, essentially, since 2020, uh, it feels like we're in a good spot. But then we see the cost of everything is through the roof. So what is a recession even? 
Sure. In the U.S., a recession uh, designation is, is somewhat complicated. Yeah, you can have very weak uh, growth numbers in terms of how much consumers are spending and businesses are investing. But it's also a matter of what's happening in the labor market. If the unemployment rate's rising, if there are fewer jobs being added, and also how many people are participating. And right now we're getting mixed signals. Um, okay, so when we talk about mixed signals, I think, look, I was really young when we hit a recession in 2008, so it didn't really affect a lot of people, I think, under 35. But now people are dealing with this for the first time. What exactly is a recession and how do we prepare for job loss if that does happen? Sure. Well, a recession means that uh, the amount of, of things that goods and services that consumers are buying uh, declines. Also, the amount of things that businesses are investing in, in terms of structures and equipment, also declines. And we did see some of that happening in the second quarter. Um, Also, you would imagine that a recession would include a higher unemployment rate. So we could see the unemployment rate tick higher, But again, a lot of people, a lot of businesses are still short workers, especially uh, services, including like hotels and restaurants and and even big warehouses that uh, house a lot of the goods that we like to purchase online. It's really fascinating stuff because there's so many different factors going into play. Like I'm reading this article, there are less immigrants coming to the United States than there were five years ago, which means maybe there's less, you know, people looking for employment um, and wages have gone up around five, five point two percent this year. But inflation's currently at like, what is it, six or seven percent, I believe. Um so, so how healthy is our economy? Like, should we be concerned? Um, and, and how can we prepare if there is a recession around the corner? Well, yes, you should be concerned. As you mentioned, prices are rising very quickly. And in response to that, the Federal Reserve Board, which is the central bank of the U.S., is raising interest rates to help slow the amount of demand. And again, demand is defined by what consumers and businesses are spending and the way to prepare really is to save, um, making sure that you have enough money just in case you do experience a layoff or what many businesses may do is cut hours or even reduce the amount of incentive bonuses that people receive in order to not uh, to prevent actually laying people off. So, I mean, that's the key. And certainly if consumers start saving instead of spending, that's going to look bad for the overall growth numbers of the U.S., Mm. Yeah, I think it's tough. Um, And, you know, it's been definitely a concern for so many people just living here in California. It's incredibly expensive. It always has been. So we've been having a lot of issues with that. What would your advice be for people who are living in really, really expensive states, even cities uh, like California and New York City? Sure. Well, a lot of people are actually cutting back on discretionary items, things that they don't really need, and they're focused more on food and and gasoline, things that they, and also heating their and cooling their homes, things that they absolutely need. And so that's one way to get around higher prices. Um, Some people may even seek out a second job, even though we're not seeing a lot of that again, because many people are uh, certainly seeing their wages rise uh, to help with the uh, increases in inflation.
Listen, if you tell me I have to give up my cryofacials and my microneedling facials, I can't do it. That's discretionary spending I can't let go of just yet. I'm trying to hold on to my youth as long as I can. Uh, but in all seriousness, thank you so much. Uh, this article is really fantastic. Dana Peterson, Chief Economist of the Conference Board. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, coming up, a man sparked speculation of a fair after expecting his best friend to move in. Find out this bizarre story and should they be worried? Coming up next. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. It's time for another round of Am I the A-Hole? And this woman shares that she's 29 years old. She's been married to her husband, Alex, for three years. She's 32 years old, right? And things have been going great. Alex has a best friend, though, that he spends a lot of time with. His name is Jack. Jack is 35. And Jack has been building his dream home, um, and he's very, very excited about that. And he's asked Alex to really help him make a lot of decisions since he'll be staying there and spending a lot of time there because they're so close because they're buddies. But this woman's husband has been gone so often that she's FaceTimed him when he's out, asked him to send a picture, um, and it turns out he's almost always with Jack. She thought he was cheating with a woman, right? Here's where it gets a little bit murkier. Jack has to sell his house, his previous house, while he builds his dream home and needs to find an apartment to rent for a while in the, in between. Totally normal. Mm-hmm. He asked if he can come stay with this married couple, Alex and his wife. They agree. They say... The husband asks, and the wife says, one month. He can stay with us for 30 days, and that's it. Well, June 30th is getting closer and closer, and he's not going anywhere. He sold his house, but he hasn't found a new apartment. And she says, you got to figure something out. She says, "You got. I'll give you one more week, but you got to figure something out. You've got the money to build a brand new house. You can go rent a place. The friend and the husband went off. They're very upset with her, say she's being completely unreasonable. Oh, my goodness. Who's the a-hole? I think they are. Yeah. Listen, I have a two-bedroom apartment, and we've and people have asked to, like, stay with us or when they come into town, and I just like to say no because I think <laughs> that it's not to be rude by any means, but, like, that's my space. That's mine and my partner's space. We have two dogs. And if you want to come for the weekend, like, that's one thing. But I think that we're grown-ups. We use that second bedroom as a workspace as mm-hmm. well. And I think you just have to put boundaries down because people unintentionally will take advantage of your kindness Uh, But if my partner, Lisa, was on the same side as the person I was trying to set the boundaries with, I'd have an even bigger issue. And I think the husband's being the a-hole. Well, one user said, I have a feeling when the friend moves out, the husband might go with him. And I kind of am thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, they're a little bit close for comfort. They're planning, they're building a house together. Like who? I don't know any straight guys who are like, "Hey, bro, come over here and help me p- pick out my window treatments and my, you know, my, I don't know, my faucets." Like that's just weird, right? What kind of marble right. countertop should I get? That's just odd. Yeah. Um, and it feels like this it, this couple has a bigger problem, especially if you're in a relationship, especially a marriage, and your partner takes the side of their friend over you publicly. That's no. a no-no. 
with. Listen, I've always said to my partner, you can disagree with me and let me know if I'm out of, you know, out of line. And if, unless I'm really, really, really way out of line, I'd prefer if you at least publicly support me and then talk to me about right, later. Right, of course, of course. And then have a discussion with me. And then we can go back and talk. If, if I offended somebody or if I upset somebody, then we can address that situation at a later date. I just need to know that publicly you're going to support me. Like you're going to help me bury the body in the desert and that's going to be what it is. But then we'll talk about how wrong that was later. Yeah, absolutely. I've never buried a body in the desert, by the way. Just yeah, so we're clear. I, I do think that you have to have a united front with your partner. It's very, very important. You can go home and scream at each other. Rage doesn't matter. But at least have that respect. The hubby is the a-hole here. Yes. Don't drag this wife. She just wants her little house back. Yeah. All right, coming up, celebrities are being ripped for asking for prayers for Anne Heche. But are they wrong? We'll talk about the incredible uh, story that's quite devastating actually happening over this weekend. Coming up. The Morning B. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. It's time for another round of What's Poppin', a tragic accident. What do you have for us, Michaela? Well, it's so sad. Uh, Anne Heche got into a terrible accident, um, and it it was wild. She, she was going very fast. She ran into her own home. No, not into um, her own home. Oh, in what? To somebody else's home. Oh, I thought this she, whole time it was her home. No, no, she ran into another person's home and destroyed everything and almost killed oh, them. Oh, her neighbor's home. Oh yeah. my gosh, awful. Lynn Michelle is the woman whose who's home she ran into. Wow. Okay, thank God you know this story better than I do. I thought she ran into her own home, which makes it so much worse. Um, and unfortunately, it doesn't look any better for her uh, because as celebrities were asking for prayers uh, and respect for her privacy during this time, uh, it's gotten out that she was under the influence and uh, it, it could have really been so deadly. She could have really hurt herself, uh, her neighbor, and... Um, it makes me sad. I've met Anne a few times. We've had her on the show. And there's a lot of demons that she has, as do a lot of celebrities. Uh, but it's looking like this one could have, these demons could have absolutely taken over in a more destructive way. And people are asking to, uh, the celebrities asking for prayers to stop. They think it's actually more offensive than anything else. Yeah, I, 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 it, it's a sad, sad story. And just to be super, super crystal clear, though, I don't know that there's a toxicology report out yet. People are saying that uh, there's a photo of her with a bottle of vodka in the car uh, that was taken not long before the crash, uh, indicating that maybe she was drinking that vodka. I don't know if that's been confirmed for sure, so I just don't want to say that. There's also been accusations that she was drinking wine and vodka in her podcast, which was posted just hours before the crash, and that was a big story that came out. We're signed to the same podcast company. We've had her on Confess Your Mess just a few months ago, Anne Heche was. And part of her show is that she drinks a lot of vodka, she says she drinks vodka and chases it with wine because a doctor one time on her show told her vodka is better for you than wine. So I think that's where that story came out. I do know, though, that we tape ahead of time, and apparently her podcast was taped days ago. So it wasn't the same day that she got in this accident. But she nearly killed a family, destroyed their entire home. It took 59 firefighters over an hour to put the fire out. That's how bad it was. Yeah. I, it's, it's hard to ask for prayers when she really could have... Sure, killed yeah. so many people. We of saw course. the car accident of another woman going 100 miles per hour in her Mercedes this weekend, killing six people. Mm. 
And, you know, like, it's such a responsibility to be behind the wheel. And you can ruin so many lives because of your poor decisions. And although I believe in mental instability, depression, whatever it is, you can't put other people at risk who didn't do anything. Thankfully, everyone gets to see their families another day. But... I hope that she gets the help that she needs. She is. I mean, she's expected to pull through. She's still in critical condition. She has not been interviewed yet by police officers because she's not fully coherent. Um, but she did say in the podcast taping that, which was a day or two before this, that she just had a, a no good, very bad day and that she's had a rough go at it lately. She referenced that in her podcast. So it sounds like she's going through it. Yeah. But prayers to her, but also prayers to the family who lost everything. Yeah, absolutely. All right, coming up, San Francisco San Francisco just got a new trans-owned business. We're totally here for it, and we cannot wait to tell you about it. Coming up in the next hour. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. We have a great hour coming up for you. We always want to support uh, our trans and queer owned businesses and there's a new one uh in one of the gayest cities in america just opened up and uh the owner is going to call into our program in about 14 minutes to talk about why you need to support if you happen to be in the bay area up in san francisco i know that's your old stomping ground vanessa you love it up there Uh, i've been there a few times i have mixed emotions about it i love the city i don't know if i love the weather it gets me a little uh it's a little chilly up there Mm -hmm. um but uh, that's neither here nor there. It's a fantastic city. And the owner of this new uh, business is going to be calling into the show in a little bit. So that's always fun. Um, what do you have for us? Is it time for some news on the beat? It sure is, honey. A Southwest Florida school district added warning labels to more than 100 books, many of which touch on issues related to race or the LGBTQ community. Collier County Public Schools added the labels both on physical copies of the books and in Destiny, the district's online catalog, according to the nonprofit Florida Freedom to Read Project. The top of the label, according to a photo shared with NBC News by Florida Freedom to Read Project, says advisory notice to parents in capital letters. This advisory notice shall serve to inform you that this book has been identified by some community members as unsuitable for students, the label states. This book will also be identified in the Destiny system with the same notation. The decision as to whether this book is suitable or unsuitable shall be the decision of the parent who has the right to oversee his or her child's education consistent with state law. 
All right, another news, Brittany Griner will have to serve nine years in Russian prison on drug possession and smuggling charges, a Russian judge ruled Thursday, making the all-star WNBA basketball player's only option for freedom, a prisoner swap by the U.S. government. The judge's decision comes almost six months after Griner, a center for the Phoenix Mercury, was arrested. Uh, Griner sat in a cell, as is custom for people on trial in Russia. As the judge read the sentence, she appeared stoic and declined to speak after the sentencing when asked by the judge. In addition to prison time, Griner was fined a million rubles, more than 16,000 U.S. dollars. Russian prison system's a joke, though. It's it's just all everything's controlled by Putin. It's all manipulated. It's not. We think we think that our prison system and our our judicial system is messed up. He's in complete control over mm-hmm. all of it. It's unfortunate. Absolutely. All right, another news as New Orleans braces for a massive influx of LGBTQ community members for the annual Southern Decadence Festival in the Crescent City. Health officials are warning the five-day circuit party will become a major monkeypox super spreader event. The Labor Day weekend gathering typically attracts 100,000 to 300,000 participants. It was canceled in 2020 and 2021 due to the COVID pandemic. The event centered in the French Quarter in the Big Easy could amplify the spread of the virus across the country and around the world as infected visitors carry monkeypox home. All right, rounding out news for this hour. Students, faculty, and campus members at University of Alabama are now able to put their preferred names on mobile action cards, which are the official campus ID cards for free. The university's assistant director of communications, Shane Durrell, wrote an email that this option available on physical cards for several years will be available online as well after a software update. This policy change comes after a series of anti-gay legislations passed in Alabama, including the Don't Say Gay Amendment and transgender bathroom restrictions. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 96 in Boston, 101 in Dallas, 106 in La Quinta. I have 88 in Cleveland, 83 in Atlanta, 70 in San Francisco, 92 in Houston, 105 in Palm Springs, 89 in L.A. and 92 in New York. Now give us a vibe of the day. Learn to be thankful for what you already have while you pursue all that you want. And on that note, I do want to say there was a tragic accident this weekend in Los Angeles here in Southern California. Uh, If you're local, you know about it. It took place on La Brea in a... And a woman apparently driving at a super high rate of speed uh, right through an intersection, a very busy intersection, took the lives of six people, one of those being an unborn child, eight and a half months old, in her mom's belly going to a doctor's appointment. And, and I say all this to say that life is so short, nothing is guaranteed, um, and, and, and nothing's promised. So kick off this month, this day, this first day of the week, Monday, uh, by maybe just reaching out to somebody, loving on somebody a little extra, and just being grateful for what you have because nothing's guaranteed. And uh, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, but I think it's important that we all remember that because there's a lot of scary stuff going on in the world, but there's also so much good. So let's try to focus on some of that. Absolutely. Um, speaking of good, it's an odd pivot, but this is a fun way to get your mind off of all the things that are going on in the world. Uh, you could win tickets to see Ben Platt. He's a fantastic artist, a Tony Award-winning artist, and he's embarking on his biggest North American tour to date. If you head over to wearechannelq.com, you can enter for your chance to win, and here's what you could win. Round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, a $200 gift card, and two VIP tickets to see Ben Platt in Orlando, Florida, October 
6th. What a fun trip. Again, head over to wearechannelq.com and enter for your chance to win. Absolutely. All right, coming up, it's going down in San Francisco. Highlighting a trans-owned business is what we're trying to do. Find out why it's so important and how it involves electrolysis, something that, as an Italian woman, I know everything about. Coming up next. (laughs) The Morning Beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. Welcome back to our show. Now, to be an entrepreneur is a big deal not easy. Uh, To be a female entrepreneur is even bigger. To be a trans female entrepreneur opening a business uh, in one of the most queer-friendly cities in the entire country, San Francisco, is something that deserves to be highlighted. Now, you might recognize her as Naya Cruz from Amazon Prime's Transcendent, but Melanie Ampon uh, is doing something really fantastic and is joining us right now. Melanie, thank you for being here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I know Michaela has a lot more to say about this than I do because she is an Italian woman. Uh, But please tell us a little bit about Heart and Electrolysis that just recently opened in San Francisco. Um, Heart and Electrolysis, um, we offer electrolysis services, which is the only FDA-approved permanent method of uh, permanent hair removal. And Harding Electrolysis is the very first openly trans-owned and operated electrolysis practice in San Francisco. So I'm really happy and proud about that. Yeah, you know, even as a cis woman, and I feel like we need to normalize this more, I have got like a full face of hair, body, everything. Like it just comes in strong. I swear to God, I will take those hair pills to make my hair grow faster on my head and makes my mustache grow in thick. So yeah. I'm familiar with electrolysis, <laughs> but it does make me sometimes feel less feminine And it does feel quite embarrassing. And so to have the opportunity to be able to have hair removal so permanently, what does it mean to our community? Oh, my gosh. It can brighten somebody's spirit so much. I mean, harden. the definition of harden is actually to make more cheerful and confident. And that's why I thought it was a perfect representation of what my business stands for. Um, you know, being a trans woman and having, you know, a lot of my community needing these services for trans, you know, affirming care, it just, I wanted to be a friendly face to make sure that they feel safe and affirmed and that they knew that they didn't have anything to be ashamed about in front of me because I've been in their shoes. I've been there. I've done that. I've had... Um, you know, my own journey with embarrassment and shame over having unwanted hair in places that, you know, (laughs) we don't really want it. Mm. So, um, you know, being able to offer these type of services um, is huge. Um, You don't even know how rewarding it is that I am able to come to work every day and work with my community in a different capacity where, you know, they they feel good. They feel like they're accomplishing something. They're they're inching every day every treatment towards their goals. And I I love that. It's so good. Also, because I feel like media historically has portrayed the trans community, especially trans women, 
as just being downtrodden and, and struggling to get by and and to to showcase like hey there's there's more to us sure we all have our, our struggles but uh, to celebrate and to empower other women I think is so fantastic uh, what what part of San Francisco what neighborhood are you in for those uh, of our listeners up there in the Bay Area who might want to check you out Yes, uh, I'm in Knob Hill, San Francisco, right off of California Street. I have a little storefront. So it's cute. super cute. Um, and you can visit my website at www.hardenelectrolysis.com. You can find me on IG at Harden Electrolysis and Facebook at Harden Electrolysis, too. And just to be clear, that is Harden, H-E-A-R-T-E-N, correct? Harden. Yeah. Yes. yes. And shout out to all of our listeners listening on 1550 AM or Alice 97.3 FM HD2 in San Francisco. Go mm-hmm. check her out. I love yes, it. Yes. And I will be there when I get to San Francisco, Melanie. So schedule me in because I need it too. <laughs> yes. Hit me up, girl. I will hook you up. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. All right. Coming up, have you heard the term gender expansive? What does it mean and why is it important to our community? We'll talk about it in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. In our quest to represent everyone uh, and to be more inclusive of all types of uh, sexualities, genders, uh, sexual preferences, whatever the case may be, have we taken it a bit too far? And I think that's a concern sometimes when you hear others outside of our community talking about how we're just so like we're just so woke and so this and that and whatever that I think it confuses people. There's a there's another term that is out uh, called gender expansive, right? And LGBTQ Nation just did a really interesting deep dive into this this term, this phrase. And the more I read about it, I feel like the more I'm confused because. Gender expansive can mean that you identify as a man or as a woman or use they, them pronouns and identify as non-binary. So I guess my question is, what what purpose does this serve, this new terminology? Like, And who is it serving? And is it is it offensive if I don't understand what it means to be gender expansive? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be totally honest. I don't understand it at all. I was reading the article and it's no disrespect, um, obviously, but I, I don't understand it. I feel like it is very confusing and it's hard to ask for what we want when we don't keep things very clear. Yeah. And um, I'm so proud to be a part of this community. I'm so proud of my friends in this community. But I don't think that, you know, it's it's like, for example, how Demi Lovato has casually thrown around pronouns. Yeah. It's the best way I can like, um, how do you say compare it? Yeah. Like they were like, I'm they, them. And now I'm feeling more feminine, so I'm she, her. And depending on my mood, I may be back to they, them. It's quite disrespectful to the people that are non-binary. Yeah, I don't get it. And when you're gender expansive, you're now adding new terminology to something that, like, it, it, it we're coming up with bigger and bigger words and more words, and it just makes it more complicated. And when it's more complicated, it doesn't make sense. And it puts us in more of a vulnerable position to be critiqued and made fun of and not taken seriously. Well, I think I think the deeper issue is just not assuming someone's gender based on what you see in front of you. 
I think that's the deeper issue. I don't think we need 38,000 different terms for everything. I think we need to be kinder. And I think just assuming that somebody's a woman or a man based on looking at them can be tricky. And there are ways to avoid that. I remember back in the day, we used to say things like, uh, like fireman or policeman. And now it's more common to say firefighter or police officer, as opposed to just making the assumption that those people are always men. And I think that's I think it's a step in the right direction. And I think that I think that uh, more of that is what we need, because, listen, I'm also I, I support everyone. I support anybody, whatever gender you may or may not be. I don't care. I just want you to be a, a kind person and contribute to society. That's it. And but for me, though, I am a man and I like being called a man. I like I, you're a woman. You like being called a woman. And I think that we get so neutral because we're so concerned with protecting the two or three percent or four percent or five percent or whatever the percentage is that might identify as something other that we're so constantly afraid of it all. So we're just wiping out entire terms. Well, I'm still a man and, and that's okay. You know, it's interesting and V was with us so she can say her own experience. But when we did the music shoot this weekend, there was about 50 women. There were about two people that identify as non-binary, but there was about 48 people that identified as women. Mm-hmm. And they were very proud to be women and they were very sexy and they were all beautiful and they were all bonding on their experience. One as women, two as sexual abuse survivors, mm-hmm. three as some mothers, aunts, sisters, and to really see a space that was created for women who are also like this life source was really exciting to see because I feel like women have been sort of put on the back burner with all of these new ways of vocabulary speaking like they were still lesbian some of them were still queer but we all got to just bond on the fact that like we are women and when you focus on so many other things for like you said the one or two percent you are sort of pushing aside other other things that are, are very, very important, like Absolutely. the war on women currently. Absolutely. And there are trans women being murdered left and right. And like we're fighting for our marriage equality and for interracial marriage. There's so many things. And I think that like it, it all gets lost a bit sometimes in all of this terminology. Listen, however you like me to refer to you, let me know. And I will I will kindly try to refrain from making assumptions uh, but beyond that, we have to show each other a little bit of grace, I think, and kind of we're all we're all learning. It's a new world. That's okay. But all these terms are a lot. Yeah, it's just too much. You can't expect everyone to memorize or understand. Let's just keep it easy. Yeah. All right. Coming up, what I also didn't understand this weekend was Teresa Judice's hair for her wedding. Did you say Judice? Yeah. She says Judice. But the, we've gone over the, another thing that but nobody understands. But the true understands. Italian way is Judice. Yeah, she but says Judice. She didn't always say Judice. I changed it. She yeah, did. Yeah. So <laughs> another one, another confusing topic we'll talk about next. The Morning Beat. Channel Q. They're talking about it as if it's the biggest wedding of the summer, even though I just got married a month and a half ago. However, she might have outdone me. What do you have for us? She didn't. What's popping? She didn't. <laughs> she didn't, babe. Your wedding was class, beauty, love, fierceness, and her wedding was I 
I don't I don't even know. That well, I I will never get over the hair that she chose. Who's her? Teresa Judy Che. <laughs> uh I mean, look, I'm happy for her. She's 50 years old. She's gotten married to her supposed love of her life. I love when people who love each other get married. I do think it's a very beautiful thing. There's been a lot of interesting rumors around her wedding, her brother not showing up, her best friend not showing up. Those, to me, are always red flags. Yeah, Dina Manzo was supposed to be a bridesmaid. Well, you know, though, that Louie and Dina Manzo's husband got into it before the wedding. Really? Yeah, a couple like weeks before. It's all been kept on the low. Well, so. apparently on Thursday, Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga, while they were filming, Teresa did something really, really awful and put out a rumor about their relationship on camera. And they had a huge falling out, and they didn't go because of that. Yeah, I, I don't. I I will say this: I don't know anybody who's happy in their own life, in their own relationship, who has to say nasty things about anybody else. Yeah. I just don't know people like that. And you know, she's got four gorgeous daughters, yeah. all daughters that stood on her side while she got married. The They've only family she had there, be, though. But. That's her tribe, and what a tribe, especially as a woman. Four mm. daughters that adore you. I don't know how this woman could be so unhappy, it would feel like, that she talks about these people, that she, she's always been like that. She's always been a gossiper. She, I, I also, God bless her, her hair looked ridiculous, I agree. And her daughters didn't want to say anything. I know, but I think that the weird thing about Ter- Teresa is that who now pronounced it Judice also. Judice yeah. sometimes, Judice sometimes, what is it? Who knows? But she uh I don't think she's the most intelligent. Yeah. Like when you hear her try to have arguments and things like on camera, she says some of the dumbest things and it's just not she's not like a smart, like like intellectual person. Like she's she's business savvy, which is a whole different skill set. But I think that she gets herself into a lot of trouble by the position she takes on issues. And she talks about family a lot, but she's so horrible to Melissa and Joe. Yeah. And Melissa and Joe are good to her. Yes. Like, I, I love Melissa and Joe, and I think it's just really interesting. So, well, you know, she had a lot of housewives there. Phaedra was there. Yeah, she Kenya did. Kenya and Cynthia Bailey but were there. But they all went on that big vacation. They were on the Plus, the, the those show housewives together. are going to show up if they think there's press. Like, there's so many things well, behind Lonnie it. Lonnie Love went just because they were on Watch What Happens Live together recently. So she got invited. Yeah, I, like it's last weird. minute invites. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and twenty guests. It's a big. It's a. That's a big wedding. It's a big wedding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up, it's the Lionsgate portal. Many people are claiming it's one of the most powerful manifestation tools known to man. So we've got our astrologist joining us next to talk about it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. Well, don't you worry about a thing because today is a special day. I don't know if you realize that. It's 8-8-22. Oh, yeah, uh, honey. Eight can be very lucky, uh, mystical even. Yes. And uh, it, it's time to look to the stars once again to find out what's going on today and why people are calling this 
one of the biggest, most powerful manifestation days of the entire year. That's right, baby. We've got our hottie astrologist, Marcus Barrington, joining us again. Uh, thank you so much, Marcus, for joining us. I know you were just here, but apparently there's something called a Lionsgate portal that we need to know about. What's going on? Yeah, so actually the Lionsgate portal is open from July 27th until August 12th. So if you're a little late to the game, don't worry. You can have, you have the next week, essentially, to sort of uh, get with the program. So the 8th is actually just the apex of the actual portal. So it's oh. the date that the energy perfects and is at its strongest. So what it is is it's a massive manifestation portal. But what it actually is happening, so it's an actual thing. It's not just something that we all make up for fun. It's an alignment between our sun and then Sirius, which is the brightest sun or the brightest star in the night sky, the constellation Orion Belt, and then Earth. So they're all aligned up, creating this like really, really powerful magnetic and sort of energetic train. And they're all perfectly in alignment, shooting their energy at each other. So it's considered the most powerful manifestation. Now, how a lot of astrologers interpret that is essentially what this little time frame is from July 27th to August 12th is sort of your uh, you're like kind of only chance to sort of really have a conversation with fate as we're normally like fate and destiny just sort of do their thing. This is the time where you can actually either veto or overpower it or actually like inject your thoughts into, into fate and manifest it. So it's a really, really big manifestation portal is essentially what it is. And people want to be really careful with their thoughts. Because whatever you sort of think, and, so, and especially if you're like spitting in your head about something, you can literally manifest that in your life, good or bad. So this is a really great time to sort of put your energy into what you want to manifest, especially today and then sort of rolling through till the end of Friday. Oh, we love to hear that. We love to see it. So you said from July 27th to August 12th, we've sort of been in this. Today is the day. Uh, so what are your tips on being able to manifest what you want on such a special day? Honestly, it's really, I think you really need to put it out there. Now, currently in the astrological chart, there's not a lot of air because we don't have a lot of the planets in air signs, which typically means communication is low, but this is really a time to speak up. If you want to get a raise, if you want to apply for a big job, if you want to make plans to move, if you want to ask someone out on a date, if you want to, this is the time where you're going to get a lot more yeses than you're going to get no's. But if you focus your energy on, oh, everything sucks and everything's whatever, that's literally what you're going to bring in. So the biggest tip is to check your thoughts at the door, right? Really stay focused on believing in yourself and really take risks. This is the time to roll the dice. If you've been wanting to go after something, ask for it at this time, starting today and rolling until Friday. Okay, so my this is interesting because my husband and I literally yesterday were looking like, okay, maybe we kind of want to move. Like we, we had told ourselves we're not moving till we can afford a house, but we're not there yet, but we're still kind of tired of our apartment. We're like, maybe it's a time for a change of scenery. You're saying today's the day we should put out that positive energy uh, about that new job, that new apartment, that new opportunity, and, and, and there's a higher likelihood that it'll come true today as opposed to any other day of the year. Absolutely. But just to add to that, today you can initiate as well. So, so let's bring it back to your apartment thing, right? You guys want to find a really special sort of apartment that's 
going to be really in line with this new chapter in your relationship. So you may not find it today, and it's okay if you don't find it today through Friday, but but hatch it today, birth mm. it today. We're doing this whole... We're doing this, we're putting this out into the universe, and that apartment will arrive probably a lot faster than you anticipated. I, okay, I love it. I love it. I'm I in. know. I love this stuff, too. I think it's so exciting. And I think <laughs> that, uh, it, you know, if anything else, these kind of things just give people so much hope. We need it right now. Well, I, yeah, that's the thing. We love I, it. I feel the same way about astrology as I feel about religion. Like, listen, like I, if, it, if, it brings, <laughs> if it brings positivity into your life, because I think it all is about mindset and the power of positive thinking, I truly do believe that. And I think that's exactly what this is. And I think it's fantastic to harness the, the energy of it all. Absolutely. So- I will say the, the last thing I will add to this is that love is going to be particularly strong. Venus is about to move this week into a really strong, positive love uh, aspect. So if you've been wanting to ask somebody out or if you've been wanting to take something to a new level, love is de- love and money because Venus also controls money. Love and money matters are really going to be particularly shining this week. So if you want either of those things or you're involved in them or you want to get them really rolling, manifest the living crap out of them. I love it. Thank you so much, Marcus. We will be pulling in that lion energy and manifesting <laughs> all that we desire. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Download Hands Off, available now on all streaming platforms. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me something good. All right, this is about the cutest thing ever. Cue the music. I'll tell you why in just a moment, Vanessa. Because that's right. Fitness guru Sean T surprised his husband with a drag race bathroom makeover. I would live for this. It's really, really cute. Um, if you know Sean T, you know he's been around for years as a fitness influencer. He used to do the uh, the fitness videos back in the day. Oh, was it which Sean T was which one? Was he he wasn't the grind workout? That was Eric Nice. He did one of the other ones like uh, P90X or one of those sorts of things. Um, but his husband Scott, um, they're proud dads to twins Silas and Sander, uh, and they've been sharing videos with their family, enjoying their new space. And in the latest video, he shows uh, his husband. That he redid his entire bathroom. Literally photos of RuPaul and other queens all over the bathroom. Pink glittery tiles in the shower. Uh, don't F it up. Painted across the wall with a big mural of RuPaul. Just iconic and very, very so good. So cute. I love it. I love them. Okay, this story is amazing. Angelica Ross will become the first transgender performer to lead Broadway's Chicago. Now, she's been in Poe's American Horror Story. She will now assume the role of Roxy Hart in the Broadway musical for a special eight-week run. And I bet you she's going to make it incredible because I saw Chicago on my 30th birthday when Todrick Hall was in it. And I was so proud to see Todrick, but the show was kind of basic. And so to see, you know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? It's like, a very it was, basic show. It was. It's, uh, it's Chicago on Broadway is very different than the film. The film is fleshed out and beautiful. The Broadway show is so one note. And I I saw it too. I saw Erica Jane right before the pandemic. I went and supported her. And I think uh, uh, Todrick played Billy Flynn. Yes. The music's great. The dancing's great. It's basically like a song and dance recital for like two hours. Totally. Because there's no real like set changes, not a whole lot of costume changes. Um, But this is fantastic news. I love this. I love it so much. It's long overdue. 
I love it, and I'm so excited. And uh, she's incredible. She deserves everything. We've interviewed her quite a few times, and it's, she's... It's one of those shows where they've really made it so easy for celebrities to step in and handle that role. I mean, Pamela Anderson, that was my whole goal, to see her. Lisa Rinna played it, like yeah. so many have over the years. And and the, the other woman has been there for like 20-some years. She's fierce. She's like in her 50s, and she's fantastic short blonde pixie cut hair she's sort of like the yes 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 i met her backstage she's she was wonderful everything but she helps get these women in shape and get them ready every single time and they bring in somebody for six weeks or eight weeks or whatever they do yeah it's great so. i love it all right well as always thank you for listening to our show it's monday thank you to our guests manifest the best you can today we have a great show for you tomorrow but for now listen to three hours of curated music just for you and then stick around for let's go there with shira and ryan and your day with Loveline. we'll see you tomorrow This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.